Today, it's another Social Spotlight edition of the podcast. Now, the Social Spotlight, every week I ask a member of the racing community about their social media usage. I'm stretching the definition of that slightly this week to include Sydney Fryer, who is 13 years old. She is the daughter of Associated Press motorsports reporter Jenna Fryer, but but Sydney herself is also an SI Kids reporter starting this year. She recently covered the Indianapolis 500. And I thought that Sydney, who's always been wise beyond her years, could serve as sort of a translator for us uh, in the adult world um, to how young teenagers use social media, what goes through their minds, what's their thought process in the platforms they like and how uh, they use it. And maybe that could help some of us who are frequent users of it uh, connect with the next generation that's coming up. I spoke with her during the Indianapolis 500 weekend. So take a listen to what she had to say. All right, everybody, I'm here with Sydney Fryer. We are at Indianapolis Motor Speedway right now, and we're going to talk about social media from a teenage perspective. Um, Sydney, first of all, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's nice to be here in Indy, although by the time people hear this, it'll be long past that. But So um, just for background, can you tell people um, how old you are and where you are in school right now? Okay. I'm 13 and I'm in seventh grade right now. So obviously, um, social media is a big part of any seventh grader's life. Um, and, and I know you're active in it in, on several platforms. First of all, can you rank the platforms that you use um, in order from like the ones you enjoy the most to the least? Okay. So I only use three. I'm on Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram. I probably, it's hard. It's probably a tie between I use Snapchat and Instagram most because um, I communicate through Snapchat, but I look at Instagram the most. And then I'm on Twitter a lot. I tweet a lot. So I'm probably most active on Twitter, but I don't use it as much for other things. So Facebook completely out. You guys don't use Facebook at all. Do any of your friends use it? Um, I know one of my friends uses it to stalk family members, but that's it. Okay. So why why don't you use Facebook? Let's start with that. I just never got did it like I just never built the profile and um like I know my mom is on it but I just never got around to it because like all my friends were getting on Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter well before I was and just no one was on Facebook so I never got on Facebook so uh let's start with Snapchat since you said that's one of the ones you enjoy the most you said that you communicate with your friends through that so are do you snap people in place of texting like all together pretty much yes most of the time um, when it's just my friends and I having a private conversation, it's that. We have group chats on text because not everyone has Snapchat, but the majority of the time it's over Snapchat. What percentage of your friends do you think use Snapchat? 80 to 85. Because some, some of them, because we're only 13, some of us can't have it or don't have phones. So, But everyone that has a phone has it. Wow, that's interesting. And so Instagram, um, do you guys use it just for your own posts or do you send messages through that as well? Yeah, we send direct messages. Like my friend and I have a group chat and we'll send each other like things we think are funny or people from our school doing something. Um, and then I obviously post myself and look at other people's posts. And what's um, what percentage of your friends do you think use um, Instagram? 
less than Snapchat, probably about 60 to 70. And then as far as Twitter, um, what do you use that for? I mean, is, are you basically looking at stuff? Are you posting updates to your friends? How do you use Twitter? Well, so none of my friends are really on Twitter. I have one friend that uses Twitter. And so none of my friends are really into sports like I am. So that's what I use to talk about sports. So most of my Twitter is just me talking about sports. This is that about sports. What I think about this basketball game going on because none of my friends look at it. And so none of my friends know what I'm talking about. So that's what I normally use for that. So you're saying that maybe like less than 10% of your friends have Twitter? Yeah, no, like no one uses Twitter. I love Twitter and I know that a lot of young people do, but none of the people I know really do it. So how do your friends get information, I guess, or, or do they, um, if they're only on basically um, Snapchat and, and Instagram? Either I'll tell them, they'll see something on it. They get it late, so they don't see it as soon as I do. But now Snapchat and Instagram are kind of upping their, their game, I would say. And now Snapchat has, like, their news stories and everything. And then Instagram has their, you know, their constant posting. And if you follow news sites, then you can get it pretty easily. It's just not as rapid as Twitter, and there's not as many people talking about it. Yeah, that's interesting. So those those stories that pop up on Snapchat like the the daily stories from the different outlets like people use those for like really news sources like that's how they're getting information yes absolutely like there's um certain political sites that my friends look at to find out what's going on or i'll tell them or i'll say something about it or one way or another they'll see it through the internet or something like that so i think that's interesting because so let's say people are growing up this way and not even really consuming twitter or facebook which is where most journalists are all posting their stories. Like I think when I post my stories, I'm tweeting it and I'm putting it on Facebook and that's pretty much it. So how are people like myself or even people um, who work for companies, um, marketers in the future, um, how, what's the best way to reach um, people in your, your age group? That's hard. Cause I don't know a lot of my friends that like, not, I want to say not read, but they don't read like news articles and stuff like that. Um, there's, I mean, you could do something like I put my link in my bio cause you can't put links in through Instagram. So put links in their bio. They can promote it like that. Take a couple days to post things about it, to promote it. Um, and a lot of times it's just the first thing that comes up when people look up what they want to. Like if you type in a couple keywords in Google, the first article they see is the one they're going to click. So that's part of it. Um, but not really through social. Like my friends don't really read articles. I obviously read articles because I'm on Twitter and I follow a lot of journalists. But I don't know that my friends do. So um, how much like live video do you guys consume? Or, you know, because we, we hear a lot about, oh, um, you know, Periscope, Facebook Live, even Instagram Live stories. Um, and then obviously people are like super into YouTube. Um, how much video do you feel like you and your friends watch? YouTube, a lot. A lot, a lot of YouTube, like vloggers and stuff like that. Um, Instagram Live is big. Like we'll watch comedians we like or athletes we like on that. Periscope, I watch a lot of Periscope because there are a lot of... Um, sports journalists that I watch that have shows on Periscope that air at a certain time and I watch those. Um, I don't know so much about Facebook Live or anything like that because no one's on Facebook, but definitely a lot of YouTube and a lot of Instagram Live. So in, in general, um, you know, obviously there's a war going on somewhat between Instagram with their stories and Snapchat stories. What, what do you and your friends prefer in general? 
Snapchat stories because it's what everybody's been doing. I noticed that the people who don't use Instagram stories the most are adults who don't have Snapchat because it never reached them. So if we're going to put something on our store, we're going to post it on Snapchat because it's easier. You know, you can even though I'm private on Instagram and like nobody can see my story unless I let them follow me, I get to pick and choose who I can select to not show my story to. So it comes easier like that. And just it's muscle memory. You just click Snapchat and take the first video you see. So that's interesting, too, because I think people are trying to get on the Instagram stories bandwagon, but that might not be a very good move if they're trying to reach younger people because younger people are sticking with Snapchat. They're loyal to Snapchat, and it seems like they're probably not going anywhere. No, I'm definitely not. Like, I love Snapchat. I love Snapchat. I love the the stories. I love the geo filters and stuff you can add to geo stories or whatever they're called. Um, Instagram live is okay. Like or Instagram stories. I'll watch a few, but I follow so many people that they're so like, I follow over 500 people and obviously over 500 people aren't posting on their Instagram stories, but it's over a hundred, 200 people. So I don't watch all of them because I only see the top in my bar. So if like, I'd say, I think it's like the five most search profiles you look at. So I'll see like athletes stories I watch, but I don't see really anyone else's. So one thing that I guess would kind of weird me out not being on Twitter or Facebook is Twitter and Facebook both are somewhat of a history of what I've said or what's going on in my life. Whereas if you're only on Snap or Instagram, um, you guys don't really have as much. I mean, I guess your Instagram posts in some ways, but they're not really like lifetime achievements or this is what happened to me this day. Um, Are you and your friends not really concerned in general about like keeping a log of your life? Like you, you don't mind that it's erased somewhat? Um, well, Snapchat has their new memories thing, which I save everything to pretty much like every picture I take on Snapchat, every video, which is a good log. And then there's time hop, which is, um, it sends you Instagram and it sends you things from your camera roll and my Twitter. Cause I tweet a lot the most. So mostly from my Twitter, my friends who aren't on Twitter, I don't think are really concerned with that because they don't really post. Like I post a lot. I don't think a lot of my friends do. They have 20 to 30 posts on Instagram, which really isn't that much. So I don't think they're really concerned on showing everyone what they're doing. So, yeah. So with Instagram, you know, people that don't have, you said don't have a ton of posts. are obviously on there looking at other people's stuff. Do younger people, I don't want, you, you don't have to speak for everybody, but do they go back and delete less popular posts on Instagram if they're like, okay, this didn't get a ton of likes. I'm just going to go ahead and delete this. And and that never really happened. Absolutely. I do that too. Um, I like, if I see a post I don't like anymore or like a selfie, I post that I don't really like anymore. I don't think I look good at anymore. Just delete it really fast. Um, a couple of my friends who only have like 11 posts, like the bare minimum, just so people know that they're active on Instagram, delete stuff all the time. Like they just have like a schedule where they delete their very la- their very first post and then post something new just to make a cycle that shows that they're active. So why, you know, why do you think there's a disconnect between what adults use and what um, younger people use in general? Because obviously, like if I was going to say my friends, it's very, very Twitter heavy. Um, there's also a lot of Facebook. There's also a lot of Instagram. And then Snapchat, for people my age, probably comes in fourth. I love Snapchat, but I don't get the sense that, you know, a ton of people are on it. It's such a younger people thing. But you would think that if that was the most popular form, that more and more people would go to it. But it's really, it's there's such a divide. Do you have a theory on why that is? 
in order of when they came, I think, because Facebook and Twitter, I think, came around the same time in, like, what, 2002, 2004 area, and then Instagram and Snapchat didn't come until, like, 2012, 2014, when we were starting to get phones, starting to get into social media, and there's, like, social media trends I've noticed, too, like, I think adults tend to post a lot, like, my mom even just posts a lot, and we don't um, do that, we, like, I, like I talked about a little bit ago, and then a new trend that it is going around is, um, teenagers will have second profiles that are completely private not under their name doesn't say anything about them in the bio and they'll post called a spam and they'll do whatever they want on it and they'll like block their parents and stuff and so nobody can really see what they're doing it's called a finsta a fake instagram or a spam so with with your finsta like do you is it just that your friends know about it or are you just doing it just to post whatever you want and only like a couple people know if they like how does that work I don't do anything bad on my Finsta. Like, I don't really have anything bad to post. Really, it's just screenshots of, like, Twitter or my fantasy football thing and, like, me complaining about fantasy football. And um, it's just so that my friends can see it. And it's just so that I have a bigger way of reaching kids at my school and posting things. And we'll do, like, photo challenges, like a May photo challenge where on day 24 you post, like, the highlight of your day. And that's just that your friends can see the highlight of your day with not everyone seeing it, with not everyone becoming, like, annoyed with you. So how do you spread the word of what you're... Um, second profile is to your friends. You're just like, hey, follow me on here. This is my second thing. You just find it. You just what I what I do is I'll go through because I started it. My started mine last. Mine is really new. My friends have one, so I'll go through people that they follow. I'll follow them. People follow back. And if you can't find me, then you can't find me. Dang, that's hardcore, dude. <laughs> um, so, any final thoughts on what um, the direction of social media is going in the future? I mean, it, it sounds like from what I'm gathering from this conversation that teens are getting more and more withdrawn. They're getting more and more private. They're using social media, but they're not, they don't want to broadcast things out. It's not a huge public thing where it's going to be exposed to everybody. They want to use it just for their core group. Is that basically correct? Yes. Most of the time, unless a lot of people have their um, profiles public and they'll let people from their school see it. But if I don't really know you, then I don't feel the need for you to see all the stuff that I post because I post with my location on. You see where I am. You see what I'm doing, the people I hang out with, my mom. So if I don't know you directly or I haven't really interacted with you, then I probably like on Twitter. It's a different story because it's not my face. It's like my opinions and what's going on. But on Instagram and Snapchat, it's a completely different story because it's what I'm doing and i don't i don't think that it's necessary to be publicly broadcasting that you don't want to be judged sure yeah i don't want to be judged or like a a safety thing like you know things stay on the internet forever whether you delete them or not so you got to be careful with that so stuff like that interesting well thank you sydney for joining us yes thank you so much so interesting stuff there from sydney fryer i certainly learned a lot Um, it's crazy how I mean, personally, I don't feel that old, but listening to that, you realize there's, there's a whole different way to use social media that I would have never thought of in a lot of cases. And I'm, I'm actually kind of glad that I didn't grow up with it, um, in elementary school and middle school and high school, because I think it seems like there's a lot of pressure that comes with it. Uh, people deleting their posts and having fake accounts and all this stuff, um, just so you don't have to worry about annoying people. I mean, I have my Jeff Gluck 2 account, but I think that's a lot different than um, having these other accounts. And certainly an interesting world, and I'm glad to learn a little bit more about it. So thanks to Sydney for her time. Now, coming up this week, I'm back at the racetrack. So I will be at Sonoma Raceway and hope to enlist a media member there to do the post-race podcast with me. Been away from the track for two weeks 
after moving to Portland, Oregon. But now that we're settled in, I'm going back to the track and uh, be at Sonoma as well as Daytona next week. So getting back on schedule here. Now, if you're interested in becoming a patron of the podcast, you can go ahead and check out patreon.com slash Jeff underscore Gluck. And so I appreciate all of your support. And it's been a fun year so far. Hopefully there's lots more to come. Anyway, thanks as always for listening. And I will talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.